Good morning and welcome to Victory Church. Today is our worship service number 163, November 10, 2019. I will invite everyone here to please stand up. We're going to sing songs to the Lord. And what if you join me in prayer? And we say to the Lord, dear God, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you, Lord, for life. Thank you for our family and friends. Thank you, Lord, that we can sing to you that we are alive. Receive the songs that we bring to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh 
Dear Father, this morning we are grateful because we are alive. We don't deserve so many wonderful things you give us, Lord, and yet you bless us. We humbly bow down before you, Lord, to give you thanks for another week of life you gave us and for a new week of life you are giving us. We want to worship you right now, Lord, with our words, with our hearts. We want to lift up our hands to you, Lord, to tell you that we love you. Hear our hearts, Lord. Hear the hearts of your people here in this place, Lord. Everyone telling you that they love you, Lord. Hear their hearts, Father. Hear their voices, Lord. We love you in this place, Lord. You fill our hearts with love, and we, with our mouth full of love, we say to you, we love you back. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Father. You're a good, good Father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You are perfect in all your ways. Let's say it. You are perfect in all your ways. You are perfect in all your ways to us. You are perfect in all your ways. You are perfect in all your ways. You are perfect in all your ways to us. Because you, Lord, you are a good, good Father. Father, we want to present to you our needs. And I want you, Lord, please listen to the prayers of your people right now in this place. Listen to what they need, Lord, please. Please, Father, grant their needs. I ask you in the name of Jesus. Listen to them, Lord, please. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. You're a good, good father. You are a good, good father, Lord. We love you, Lord. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Thank you for your blessings, Lord. We receive your blessings. 
your peace and your joy in Jesus' name. Amen. And I invite you guys to prepare uh, yourselves to give to the Lord. And this is the moment that we do. For our viewers, we want to invite you to go to our website, vchurch.us, and look for the tab Give Online. And also, you can give through a text message. The phone number is 432-268-0007. Thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Step by step is the topic of today's message. And I, want, I would like to invite to our viewers to go to our website and download the bulletin. Everyone here in the church has a bulletin. And I have some notes. There are some areas for you to, to write, some notes. And let's go to the message, okay? Step by step. That is something that Mike loves to hear. Step by step. <laughs> when we hear of the, the expression step by step, Usually, there are two ways that we can picture that step by step. One of those is just to walk, correct? Walking. So here is my first question to you today. Do you feel that you are walking and you are moving forward in your life? Do you feel you are advancing, that you are going somewhere, or you feel you are stuck, <laughs> or you feel you are walking backwards? <laughs> How do you feel about that? I want you to know that in God, you always can walk forward. You can move forward. You can do that. Just advance. Say with me, I want to advance. Okay. Do you really? Okay, well, what is what we need to do? Just to focus on the future. You see that? Big mistake of many people. Just looking at the past. You talk to them, and they are always telling you what happened Ten years ago, five years ago, three months ago. Of course, we, we remember things, right? We remember things. But it's not wise to continue looking at the past. When you are driving, you have the rearview mirror. Do you use it? Yeah. Of course we do it. Now, do you use it constantly? No. What is what you use? The windshield. You look to the future. So that is the way that you need to live your life every day. You need to wake up and thinking, well, I need to move forward today. I need to do one more step today to, towards whatever is what the Lord is taking you, moving forward. But the other way that we can picture the phrase step by step is when you are going in a, some sort of building or Ruins, pyramids, if you like. You know, I was born in Guatemala. There are so many archaeological sites there. One of those, the most famous, is called Tikal. Oof, it's really tall. And the steps are very short. They say that the indigenous there, back in those days, they were obviously short because their feet <laughs> were, were little tiny feet because the steps are very short. But there's, you know, you, you want to go there, there is a rope. And of course, you can go. And you, got, you have to go step by step. In our lives, guys, we not just move forward, but we need to start walking towards heaven. Now, some of you that are a certain age, you think more about that moment. Some people that are a certain age, they are facing most... Uh, the last part of their lives, and they think about heaven and death. 
more often than young people. Young people don't think much about that. Young people are thinking more about having fun, correct? What can we achieve? What can I do to have fun and enjoy my life? But we all need to think all the time about our destination, our final destination. We need to think of heaven going up. So my question to you is, how often do you think of heaven? How often do you think of the moment when you will face God? And all that you need to do is just to think one step at a time, step by step. To each one of you that are here today in the church, I will tell you, great job. You did the right thing today. You made the right step. You took the right step. Good for you, especially for you, the ones that came from the first time today. It was a great thing to do because getting close to God, getting closer to the Lord will help you in life, definitely, definitely. But all of us, we need to think of that every day. It's one step at a time. But uh, like my dear friend Charlie says, the struggle is real. (laughs) We all go through struggles in life. So let's go to the first scripture of today. It's in Psalm 119, 105. Your word is like a lamp that guides my steps, a light that shows the path I should take. Here is the beautiful part about the scripture. If you want to know something about money, you will find the answer in the Bible. If you want to know something about what is right and what is wrong, you will find the answer in the Bible. If you want to know anything about business, relationships, politics, the future, you will find the answer in the Bible. Because the scripture contains the part of the word of God, not the whole word of God, because only God contains the whole word of God. But the Bible brings part of his word to us that is needed for us to learn. And you will find in the scripture answer to all questions. I always tease everyone saying that uh, chocolate is the answer to all questions. Because, you know, I love so much chocolate. Ice cream is good too. You know, you are sad, eat chocolate. You are happy, eat chocolate. You are alone, eat chocolate. You have people around, eat chocolate. You know, chocolate is the answer to all questions. It's a joke, of course, but, but the Bible actually is the, Bible, is the answer to all questions. The thing is, you don't know where to find the, the right verse. And there is where you have access to many tools today online and you have my mobile. Just text me and say, Gian, I want to know about this and this. What the Bible says about this and this. You will find the answer because like Psalm 119.05, it says, let's read it all together. Ready? Your word is like a lamp that guides my steps. A light that shows the path I should take. Beautiful. The scripture has the answer. Step by step. I know you are worried about the future. This morning I received a text message from one of my friends in California. And he said to me, but I'm going to fight with faith step by step. Everybody has his own challenges. But the word of God 
gives you answers and faith and hope every day. Proverbs 16, 19 declares, People can plan what they want to do, but it's the Lord who guides their steps. Now, when you think about your, your own life and what happened to you, you probably will agree with me that many of the things that we did in the past, that we decided to do this and that, eventually took us to where we are. And somehow the Lord was guiding our steps. You know? I want you to read with me this other verse in, in the book of Proverbs as well, verse 20 and verse, uh, chapter 20 and verse 24. It says, the Lord guides our steps and we never know where he will lead us. Five years ago, if somebody asked you, do you think that in five years you will be sitting listening to a preacher that has a horrible accent, would you say, oh, yeah, I'll be sitting there listening to that guy? I don't think so. I don't think that you never thought that your pastor will be a guy from Guatemala. Did you? No. No, No, of course not. (laughs) Never. Never. You never would think of something like that. And guess what? You're here. And you love me, and I love you, and I am happy to have you all. Amen. It's wonderful. Amen. Read with me the scripture. The Lord guides our steps, and we never know where he will lead us. Amen. We never know. Awesome. I always loved the, the ocean, and I was an East Coast kind of guy, Virginia Beach, you know, in a boat, Chesapeake Bay. You know, and I always thought my life would be about the ocean forever. Well, no. The Lord, he, you, know, you never know where he will lead you. Here I am. And guess what? I am happy. I'm happy because I know I'm doing his will. And I am happy to know every one of you. And the Lord has a plan for you. But it's step by step. But you are thinking... Oh, dang. But the thing is, I'm so desperate. I want to get there. I want to, I want to see the result right away. Do, do you feel that? Do, do, do you feel like you want to get that thing done quickly? You would like to see the outcome already? You know, I just would like to fall asleep and wake up in three months and see that everything was done. <laughs> you know, but it's not like that. You have to go through the journey and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Step by step. Breathe in and out, please. Step by step. I know you have many things to do. Your work, your job, your business, your career, your house, your closet, your laundry. I know you have things to do. I know that. Me too. But you cannot be overwhelmed by all those things. It's going to kill you. You have to take it easy. One step at a time. Now, at one point, the Lord Jesus, who knew that he needed to give his life. Have you heard of the word Gethsemane? Have you? Gethsemane is the name of a garden in Jerusalem. Gethsemane. It's a nice name, you know, even for a girl. Gethsemane? A little bit long, but, well, after all, we got today a Mackenzie. (laughs) Right? So beautiful two-month-year-old baby. 
two months old. Beautiful baby. Well, Gethsemane. This garden, this place was a place for prayer. The Lord Jesus went there. And he went to pray because he knew that the time was getting close to him to die on Calvary for you and I. Are you grateful for that death? I'm grateful for his blood, but especially for his resurrection. The only human being that had ever come back from death. The Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is alive. Well, but he needed to go through the process, like you do. You want to see the outcome, but you have to go through the process. And sometimes we don't want to go through the process. It's like going to the dentist. Do you like to go into, going to the dentist? I know you enjoy it. And you wake up that morning, I cannot wait. No. <laughs> you know, we don't want that. And any other kind of doctors, you know, certain tests, you know, we are not going to get there, but you know what I'm talking about. Some things we just don't want to. Well, the Lord Jesus, as a human, was in Gethsemane, and he knew he needed to give his life, so he decided to pray. And, and, and listen to the prayer he said. Father, if you are willing, please don't make me drink from this cup, but do what you want, not what I want. So he, like you and I, he didn't want it to. <laughs> it was like, I want to do certain things. But at the end, it's not what I want. It's what God wants. Do you feel that way? Do you really feel that way? Well, you know what? There is a passage in the scripture, in the, in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, that tells us the story of two sons. One of those didn't want to do the right thing. In fact, he said... Dad, give me my inheritance and I want to have fun now. He didn't want to go through the process. He wanted to rush the process because he thought what, is, what matters in life is to have money. If I have money, I will have fun. How many people think that way today? Did you think that way at some point? That, cross, that thought crossed your mind maybe. You thought, if only I get the money, I don't care. I'll be fine. <laughs> he thought that way, this, this young kid. So went to the father. The father gave her his inheritance, and, and he took off. Some of you know the story. You know what happened, and it's written in the backside of your bulletin. It's printed the whole story. This kid just wasted the money in a bad way, of course, bad way. And eventually, he was broke. He wasn't wise because he was just having fun. When he was broke, he was thinking, well, I suppose I need to get a job. <laughs> and he did. The job he got was to take care of pigs. You know, Jews don't eat pork. Well, he was there with the pigs, feeding the pigs, the, this, young, this young man. And when he was there feeding the pigs, he realized how hungry he was. And he came to a point of thinking, oh, I want to eat this stuff. I want to eat that. That's a terrible point of desperation. Now, I don't know about you personally, but I can tell you about me. I came to a point in my life of desperation. And I am happy that I reached that point of desperation. 
broke me to pieces and made me feel like garbage. I was broke, brokenhearted, alone, destroyed. And I am happy that I reached to that point one day. Maybe some, some people feel that's awful and they don't want to leave that. Or, and especially my friend, if you are watching, you are thinking, I, I don't like that. Why do you think it's a good thing in your life? Well, I will tell you why. Because when you reach the, to that point is when you finally comes, you come to, to senses and you make sense and you realize this is a wrong path. What I am doing, this, this path is taking me to the wrong place. So this young man, while he was there, this is what he felt. He says, I will go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against God and have done wrong to you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son, but let me be like one of your hired workers. You know, when you come to this point of being so messed up <laughs> that you just realized, Man, I need God. <laughs> I messed up big time. This is wrong. H have you lived that? You know, it's not fun. But it's good. It's really good. It's really good, but when you come to that point, is when finally your eyes are going to be open. You know what happens? Your heart finally is sensible. You, you become more reasonable. And then you think, you know what? I don't need to be the big thing, you know? I can be just anyone as long as God takes me back. As long as God takes me back. Now listen to the rest part of the story. It says, while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and felt sorry for him. So he ran to him and hugged and kissed him. And that, my friends, is God's heart. It's the Father's heart who knows that we are messed up, who knows that we are in so much need, and He knows that we can't help ourselves. He knows when we are at that point. He knows when, he knows when you are broken and brokenhearted and broke. He knows that. He knows you can't move forward. He knows you can't get up. He knows you are destroyed and you are devastated and you are hopeless. He knows that. But when he sees also your intention, those words, I will go to my father's house. When he sees that, you know what he does? He runs towards you. That is God's heart. That is the heart of God for you. He won't reject you. You know, the Lord is not the one who will see you and say, uh, I'm not sure about this guy. <laughs> no, he won't do that. You know? The Lord is not going to look at you and say, uh, here we go again, the same story with you. I know you are again in trouble. Here we go, call me again. You know, that, that's not God's heart. I want you to know that. God's heart is a heart full of love and compassion. And if we are there on the floor, on the ground, destroyed, he is going to take us up in life, restore us. He will embrace you and love you back. 
He will take you back. He will not wait there like this. Let's see what he does. That's not God's heart. That's what we do. <laughs> because we are mean. Oh, she repented? If she really repented, she has to come to me. That's what we do. Because we are mean. We are awful. That's what we do. Oh, really? He wants to change? Well, he needs to call me. That's us. That's exactly what we do. Well, he has to come to me. It's exactly what we do. But this is not what the Lord does. He goes where we are. He comes to us because he loves us. And you are thinking, well, you know what? It's true. The Lord will help me. I understand that. The Lord will help me. He will extend his hands and rescue me. And you probably have lived that before. The thing is with us is that we, we live that once and then we go astray again. <laughs> And we come back again, and we go away again, and we come back again, and we go away again. It's like a never-ending cycle. And we do that constantly, right? We just think, there is no way that the Lord will really put up with me. But I want you to know that you are wrong. You know, God, yes, will put up with you. He will. He tolerates you. It's, it's even more important than that. He loves you. He wants to be with you, close to you, and he will provide for you. Step by step. Walking, moving forward, walking towards heaven, he will. The Lord Jesus said this to the disciples. Listen, do any of you have a son? If he asked for bread, would you give him a rock? Or if he asked for a fish, would you give him a snake? Of course not. You people are so bad, but you still know how to give good things to your children. So surely your heavenly father will give good things to those who ask him. Matthew 7, 9 through 11. You know, if we, even the way that we are, when our kids come to us and say, Dad, I need this. Mom, I need that. And we provide for them. If we do that, imagine your Heavenly Father. Your Heavenly Father will provide more than you can imagine for you. He only wants to be close to you. So how do we get close to Him? Step by step. And what is the first step? The first step is acknowledging, Lord, I need you in my life. That's the first step, just to say, Lord, I want to be close to you. I'm going to put this prayer in the screen. If you feel like saying this prayer, a repentance prayer, read it out loud with me. Let's all together, we can do this. And you, my friend, watching as well, you can read it with me. Open your heart and talk to God, saying, dear God, I need to be right with you. Please, Lord, forgive me for all my sins. I know that Jesus paid the price for my salvation. I open my heart to you, Lord. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. In the name of Jesus, I surrender to you.
I surrender to you. That's the key word in our hearts. God, I surrender to you. I belong to you, Lord. You are my Father. All together, can we declare? I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019 and 2020. So, thank you for coming to church. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Receive the peace of God. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your family and friends. Hallelujah. Amen. so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.